Welcome to the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I am Ben. And I am a ghost. <laughs> you know, before we started recording, <laughs> you told me you were bad at pretending. <laughs> and that's clearly not true because I believed for a moment. My, my a spine ghost. was tingled. Yeah. I got tingles all up my spine. My hair's that's all still on end. For. Yeah, I can see that. I know, goosebumps. Yeah. Book appeared on my desk. Be, yeah. Uh, it was the uh, uh, Go Eat Worms exclamation mark, which uh, is the one where the girl turns into a bird at the end. Spoiler alert, by the what? way. Have you read that I one? I haven't read it and you just spoiled it for me. Was, the book's been out for over 20 years. I think if you were going to read it, you would have read it by now. Actually, I kind of think you would be way too into the Goosebumps books now, now as an adult human. I wasn't allowed to read Goosebumps or watch the series. I want to emphasize that we're not watching Goosebumps this no, week. No, oh god no. We should though because that's such a good But now that film. I'm saying it we definitely <laughs> should. Were there any films? There was a film that came out three oh, years ago. Oh, Jack Black And one. there's a sequel coming well, out this year. Haven't. Okay, well we'll um, have to watch that maybe for m- Patreon. I feel like there might have been a made for TV movie in the early noughties. These are all things that we need to explore when we're not trying to entertain people at the same time definitely but uh we you may have heard through the grapevine on possibly on my twitter or when we said at the end of last week <laughs> that we are the going words to that do we explicitly said out of our mouths were action man the movie and we realized because we're recording it's monday the 29th this episode is going to go out tomorrow on the 30th which is today for you now or happy tuesday some point in the past if you are uh listening to this in the future we realized hey halloween exists exists <laughs> why did why did and no <laughs> why point, are we so stupid why did it never occur to us to do a halloween i, I know why it never occurred to me i don't know why it never occurred to you because i didn't grow up celebrating halloween and halloween just like never enters my awareness it it didn't occur to me for two reasons, one of which is very sad. But the one of the reasons is I'm so bad at remembering what's happening on what date. Mm. Like, oh yeah, that's you know next Tuesday. That's fine. Mandy, my girlfriend, for people listening, asked me a couple of uh, a few weeks ago. Hey, um, what do you want to do next Tuesday? And I was like, oh, um, I don't have any plans. And she said, okay, because we were talking about me coming over after work on Tuesday, and I was like, oh, but have I forgotten something? It's not an anniversary. It's not. Uh, is it, it's not her birthday. What's happening? And then she said, can I say it? I was like, I, I don't know. She's like, you told me it's it's the anniversary of your dad <laughs> dying. And I went, oh, oh. yes, yes, yes. Because we had explicitly talked about doing something to distract me yeah. from the reason for the season. Yeah. Um, Peter is the reason for the season. <laughs> So if you're ever sad on or around October 23rd, that is why. It's Peter. He comes up behind you and taps you on the shoulder and tenderly whispers in your ear. Yes. He knows when you are sleeping. (laughs) He knows when you're awake. He knows that he's dead. Anyway, so it's occurred to us we should do a Halloween movie. Yeah. So we're doing that. We're doing the most terrifying movie um, that we could think of. We just watched most of the trailer. <laughs> and we didn't finish it because <laughs> I started screaming. You started sc- If you are not following us on Patreon, by the way, if you're not supporting us on Patreon, the noise Molly made is very similar 
<laughs> to a noise she made during the Tom and Jerry Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory episode. I won't give you any context. It's a dollar. You need to hear it's that. It's a dollar to hear me make this sound, and I think it's it, worth the price of admission. It is. Because I can't do it on command. No, oh no, I d- definitely know that you cannot do it on command, but it was this moment of like, I'm going to describe it as manic joy, <laughs> like, a, like a disconnected... <laughs> It's like a downed power line, like flailing around in someone's backyard near a swimming pool. Like that's it's that you know, kind that's of energy. Not unlike how I felt recently, <laughs> just in my life. Yeah. So that tracks. Cool. It feels like it's been a very long time since we recorded. It's been a as while. Well. It's been, I think, two weeks. It's been. That's, we kind of have had lives. We got into a really good, like, a weekly routine, mm-hmm. and because both of us were so busy last week, I, um, you know, I had San Diego Hukon, and you had. Your whole life situation. I had my life. Um, we just didn't have the time to record last week, so. <laughs> oh no, it's Peter! <laughs> he's, he's come back for us. He's come back for us because he would like us to watch a better he movie. He wants his um. He wants a certificate. He back. Does, He wants his uh, Welsh League of Southern California certificate that was given to my dad posthumously. Okay. I'm sorry, I made. I a don't joke know about your no, I was, father. No, I was trying to think of where do we go? Where's the bit there? And the, my brain went, why do people give awards to dead people? I don't, don't give me an award after I die. Give me the award before I die. If you're giving someone an award after they've died, that's just you going, oh, oh, we really should have done something. Yeah. That's oh, you know, Heath Ledger really should have had an Oscar uh, before he had a drug cocktail and had a very, very long nap yeah, that went that, bad. Yeah, that probably would have made him feel a little better and maybe that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I feel like, yeah that, that does feel a little bit like it's too late. Like the yeah. horse has bolted at that point and no no number of, you know, Oscars or Grammys or Lifetime Achievement Awards or Welsh League of Southern California Honorary, Honorary Recognition, Recognition for, for Bardic, Bardic Achievements is going to... Fix that problem. Like the, the 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 toothpaste is out of the tube. Yeah. Vis-a-vis my dad and how dead he is. This isn't good. That did that did not bring him back. I checked. <laughs> I went by the Maybe house. Maybe he needs a bigger, better certificate. A Maybe bigger... you should go to the Welsh League of Southern California and be like, yeah, the first one didn't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? You know how they make those big giant novelty checks? Can you do that with a certificate? <laughs> with a certificate. <laughs> uh, and present it to me with a bunch of balloons. And I guess what we'll do is, we can't get it framed. What we could do is, like, get it set onto a bed frame and then mount the bed frame on the wall. Is that too much? <laughs> is that weird? we got like, one of those, like, low-set ground beds that have a border around it. You, you know the kind of bed yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, Like that. Like, it's like a big picture frame, except you can sleep on it. This is weird. This, this is a dark, weird conversation. But also funny, but so appropriate we for are, the season. We are also we have been recording for very nearly eight minutes and we have not said the title of the <gasps> oh, movie. Yet. Well, I mean it's in the, the title of the episode, yes. so there's no way you kids don't know. It's it is Monster High colon New, new Girl, Girl at School. At school. Um, or New Girl at Skirl. New Girl at Skirl. <laughs> now, Wikipedia says this thing is only twenty-three minutes long. Oh, Oh, but it says it's a film. It does describe itself as a film. We've watched short things before. I think the shortest thing we've ever watched has been maybe 45 minutes, like made for TV stuff. I'm going to look it up again on Google Play very quickly just to make sure that we've got the right one. It's only available to buy. (gasps) Oh no, we have to own it, I guess. It says it's 48 minutes, ages 9 to 12. But it also says August 2014. It's a special edition with 10 shorts attached to it. Is that a joke? This is a real thing. This is why it is 
48 ten minutes. 10 shorts? 10 shorts. Oh, oh, oh. Do we have to watch all of those? I don't know if we can do 10 shorts. I think maybe we should just watch the main feature. It's not rentable, though. I don't want to have to pay eight ninety nine. people have paid us. This is people true. People are giving us money to do this oh, for some no. unknown reason. I want to rent it though. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have this. Do in, you? No, because when I go through my Google Play library, it's like it's gonna be Lord of the Rings, What We Do in the Shadows, Monster High, New Gaulers. You this can't will, unown it. This will propagate out to my movies anywhere <laughs> and voodoo logins. You know I share those with people. I don't want Lynn to be like, hey, I wanted to sit there and watch The Incredible Hulk the other day, and Monster High is in your library. I think you've been hacked. Do you want to watch the second one that is? Feature length instead of the very first one. So Monster High. Monster High Fright, Fright on. on. Let's see if this is rentable. <laughs> Jesus. Monster High Fright On. This one is rentable. And it's 46 minutes. Do we want to watch Monster High Fright On? I'm I'm worried that we're going to miss some crucial information I, that was dropped in the <sighs> first movie. I feel like, as is true of any good sequel, they recap the stuff that we need to know. But also the animation, like we're looking at a still here. This looks immeasurably worse. <laughs> it looks so bad. It's... It looks like the kind of thing you would find like someone's Flash movie that they put on DeviantArt in 2005. Yeah, I, I, I joked before we started recording, this definitely looks like it was made using a trial version of Toon Boom Studios. There should be watermarks yeah. on it. <laughs> I think we're going to do this one. Okay, we're going to do Fright On. We're going to do Fright On. Now what do we know about Fright Absolutely. On? Absolutely nothing. Only two writers this time, Mike Montesano and Ted Zzz, who's I presumably, um, as his parents were writing his last name on the birth certificate, they got attacked by that downed power line. Yeah. The same one that got you. So we're going to go away and watch, we've said three movies. <laughs> what are we actually we going are watching to watch? Monster High. Monster High colon Fright On. It is available on Google Play Movies, so you, you can, can rent, rent it. it. You do not have to own it and have it be a stain on your library forever. Now the next time, because I think what we should, I think what we should do, and I think we mentioned this before yes. we started recording. Tell me, Halloween should be Monster High. We should do a Monster High movie every Halloween for fifteen years. Yes, until we die. Mm, I'm gonna die in fifteen years. I oh, know I'm gonna die in fifteen years. You're gonna find someone to replace me. Okay. And then you then have to cycle. Auditions through. are open. Uh, you have to cycle through these movies again with the new person. I can't wait. But Monster High Fright On is the movie we are watching. It is the second movie in the Monster High canon. I would say it's the first feature length. Film. The first one is more of an episode. Unless yeah. we want to watch New Ghoul at school and then watch Fright On. I don't think I want to pay eight dollars. Like that's a bad use of Patreon money. <laughs> if I here's the thing. Next time I'm at a Target or a Walmart, if they've got if New Ghoul it, at school okay. on DVD and it's dirty. I bet they carry it at Toyzilla. They almost certainly carry it at Toyzilla. I d we did not mention this on the podcast, but I did find a copy of the Candyland movie at Toyzilla in Alhambra, California, when I did a stand-up gig the, there. Cursed Artifacts. Yes. Also, speaking of Cursed Artifacts, I was at Dark Delicacies in Burbank the other night and found a copy of the Eric Roberts movie, A Talking Cat! Exclamation mark, question mark, I was wondering mark. where that came from, because you just texted me the picture with no context, and I thought maybe you needed to talk to me about something and weren't comfortable like coming out with it <laughs> i accidentally sent that picture to more people than i had i had intended to <laughs> but it was if you have not seen the movie a talking cat exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark 
It's an experience. We have to watch that for Patreon. I, I don't know anything about this film other than the DVD cover that you showed do, me. Do you want me to tell you two things about it? Tell me two things. Eric Roberts is the voice of the talking cat. I don't know cat. who that is. Uh, he, you haven't watched the Doctor Who 1996 TV movie, but he played the master in that. He's Julie Roberts' brother. Is he actually? Yes. He oh, was okay. in The Dark Knight. He's the, the mobster that Batman drops off I of the... I haven't seen The Dark Knight. That's the, That's only, the only one, one you I haven't seen. seen. Um, he... It's really important that I understand who this man is. I love this man. He cannot say no to a role, to a film okay. offer. They recorded all of his dialogue for the movie with a small tape deck at his home in 15 minutes. Is this true? Yes. I'm nodding my head. Yes. Very enthusiastically. Okay, so that's going on the Patreon list. Well, that's gonna I be think that might be our next November one, episode. The November one? Yeah. Oh, absolutely a it talking is. talking cat. Exclamation oh. point. Question, question mark. mark. Exclamation point. I'm going to show you the box art for this. We're avoiding watching <laughs> <laughs> Fright On. One star! What? Oh my this goodness! Is, what is wrong with that that's cat? That's Eric Roberts there. That is... that. You know you know the dumb thing? That is not even what the cat looks like in the movie. Oh my god. It's... it's I have to understand. You know how sometimes you like experience trauma when you're young? <laughs> Hold on. And you... And you spend the rest of your life, like, seeking out that same trauma again yes. because you want to, like, re-experience it because you want to understand what happened. I, Ma- I Molly, haven't even I... seen this film, and I already know that this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life, and I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to understand what you did to me. <laughs> I kind of wish you'd pause for a minute. Because when you're saying, like, you know, when you try to read up the trauma, I was going to say, Molly, I know what a fetish is, Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this we movie... clearly do know all about fetishes. Oh my word! Yes, uh, like episode one. I now was I'm about really disappointed that we can't watch this now. We have to watch Fright on, but Hang we're on. gonna take one Hang for the on team minute. and watch I'm Fright check, on. Because last time I checked, a talking cat exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, so we might actually get to watch it for this one, even though it's not technically a toyetic movie. I'm gonna look it up. A talking cat. <laughs> No, it's not currently on Netflix. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I just, I, one of the shows that has popped up on Netflix when I search for a talking cat is the Garfield show. And the thumbnail for it is four Garfields all just kind of standing there. And it's like you're in like one of those, you've got a VR headset on and you're in a, like a virtual chat room environment. And there are four people who have all chosen Garfield, Garfield as their avatars. So it's just their they're idle animation. Kind of, they're all kind of staring at you unblinkingly. Yeah. So... November Patreon episode is going to be a talking cat, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. But this episode that we're doing right now is going to be... I'm actually going to check now Monster High because maybe we'll get lucky and one of these... Right on! There it is. Oh, it's on Netflix. We're not even at the same... It's on Netflix. Netflix. Let's go! It's on Netflix. Are we going to watch New Girl at School and then watch Fright On do a double feature? I think, okay, all right, this is what we're doing. What are we, what on earth are we, we doing, are definitely, Benjamin? New Girl at School is 23 minutes. Fright On is 46 minutes. minutes. That is the length of slightly less than one movie. We are doing both, both of these of bad boys back to, now here's the question. Do we watch one, talk about it, and then go and watch the other one? Or do we watch them both I think back we to watch back? them together as kind of a unified... That makes sense. We yeah. are figuring this podcast out on the fly. This is the content that you come to us for. Don't forget you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> you can uh, give us money to do more bullshit like we this. We are a well-oiled machine. Why did I not think to check Netflix first? We're tired. I mean, that's fair. We're grown-ups with jobs and lives and... Sometimes 
grown-ups get confused. Let me tell you about our podcast right now. We've been recording for very nearly 22 <laughs> no, minutes okay. and we have no content. It's great. It's great. I'm going to pare right. this. I'm going to pare this down. It's going to be great. No. All right. We're going to go watch Monster High colon New Gaul at school and then watch Monster High colon Fright On exclamation point. And we will be right back after these, I'm going to say, relatively recent-ish commercial messages. <laughs> Something's lurking the halls of Monster High. Something killer. Something fierce. Now we're fierce. Monster, Monster High. Teen children of legendary monsters. Frankie's electrifying, stitching with style. Claudine's killer boots, fantastic smile. Dracula's vampire killed fab and more. The Goonies true blue, fishnets galore. Clear denial, dripping gold bling. Freaky, streaky, bangs, bangs. It's a monsterista thing. Get your fashion freak on. Wicked style so good, it's scary. Monster High dolls, each sold separately. Journal totally comes with. We're back. Yay. Why? I'm sorry. Oh my god. To watch one of those was hell itself. To do two of them was... I'm going to draw another analogy. You know when you go get your ears pierced? And the first needle they stick in you, you're like, ow, that sucked. But the worst is like, you know exactly what the second one is going to feel like and you still have to do it. In for a penny, in for a pound, as my mother said when I was sitting there getting a needle rammed through my ear. But it's not like you're getting the same ear pierced on both sides because the second one is longer and worse. (laughs) So it's like getting the low pierced. You're low pierced on one side and you're conk pierced on the other side. It feels like conk. Conk. (laughs) That's the one. Um, It's just, this was just bad. This was... Offensively, obscenely. It was offensive on every level. There's enough. The second one more so than the first. The second one was just very. The first one is. We can summarize the first film in. I think we can do it in three sentences. Okay, hit me. I'm going to start with the first sentence. You're going to go for the second sentence. Okay. I'll go in for the third sentence and then you can give an in conclusion. Okay, you ready? Oh, okay. Yeah, I love these fun little improv games I we st- do. I know how much you love improv. You love improv. I love it. I'm so, so good at it. Yes, and you love improv. Yes. So. The first Monster High movie, New Ghoul at School, is about a girl who is kind of a Frankenstein monster. It's her first week at Monster High. She accidentally runs into some mean girls and antagonizes some people and pretends to be different than she is because she wants people to like her. But then she's herself and everyone loves her and she makes friends. So you should um, embrace the lesbian subtext in your <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. There's a lot, there's... There's, uh, there are definitely some moments where it is very heavily implied that the Frankenstein girl and the, the mummy Cleopatra girl want to, like, touch their private parts, parts of each other. Yeah, there's some sexual tension. There is. The, the, the Franken girl, Frankie, is 17 days, days old. old! Oh my god. She's there's, an infant. She's, there's literally a trope for this on uh, TV tropes. It's born, uh, sexy, born sexy yesterday. yesterday. It's no, it's bad. It's a bad look. It's bad all through and through bad. It's awful. There's definitely a scene where she's trying out for the cheerleading team and Cleo is asking all of these questions to see how cool she is. And one of them is boyfriend question mark, which is definitely a leading (laughs) question. Also, can we talk about how painfully heteronormative these movies are? It's difficult. Brain meltingly heteronormative. Weirdly has a lot of lesbian subtext for being as hetero as it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's like going onto the male a male focused message board for Xena Warrior Princess 
and be like, well, they're clearly not fucking, but they could be. Whereas everyone else on the planet is like, oh, but they're absolutely fucking. Are you kidding? Of course they're fucking. And one of them is a 17-day-old Frankenstein monster. That's going to get fixed in the edit. She's a babby. She's a tiny babby person. That first movie is the better of the two movies by virtue of the fact that it was only 22 minutes long. Yeah, and by virtue of the fact that it doesn't attempt to tackle racism. Oh no, yeah. The the second film, which is what Fright On. Fright On is about segregation and Uh racism in the monster community. And integrate schools. And it's bad. Can we talk about how there's a line in the we second movie? We have to talk about it because that's literally the premise of our show. Can we talk about how there's a line about it? It doesn't matter how different you are or what your ancestors may have done. Everyone, like, Ugh. how white were the people who wrote this film? Also, this came out in what, 2010? This, the second one came out in 2011. Okay, so that was before racism was a problem. Oh yeah, racism. <laughs> racism was invented in 2012. As a as an electoral tactic by yes. the Republicans to try to um, dethrone Barack Obama. It's very Obama. new. It's yeah. it's almost as young as Frankie Stein. Yes, seventeen days. Seventeen days. Frasier, the television series, no racism. Nope. Frasier ends. Racism is invented. <laughs> what does that say about? I think we should bring back Frasier to unite the country. Yeah, Frasier is Frasier is what we need. Frasier's the reason for the season. It's painful. Frasier? Oh, racism. Oh, the film. It. Okay. Racism, not great. It's... But it's just a very tone-deaf take on, tone... li- like, literal segregation. Describing it as tone-deaf implies it still has some tone. It has no... It's just deaf. It doesn't even That's have That's the... mean, because deaf people are cool. It's just bad. It's... It doesn't even, like... The if they do, like a test of the emergency broadcast system still has a tone. This does not even <laughs> have that. This was just. I I can't. I'm trying to think of a better word than bad, and it, there's nothing coming. My my mind is soup. I am. I, I, I it's it's swimming, swirling wet matter, in in a in a soup. I'm a, I'm a human stew of disappointment and bafflement and confusion and this fucking movie. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, it's how to describe how terrible this is. We have to, and we have to we try. We have to try. The first and it's movie... going to be a challenge to really I don't... like drive home how unpleasant and cringy this experience was. I don't know that the second movie that the plot can be recounted in any meaningful way. No, it's it's pretty twisty. The, I mean, the gist of it is the headmaster announces that there's going to be no more like werewolf vampire segregation and that Monster High is merging with two other schools, one of which is all vampires, one of which is all werewolves. It's kind of a goblet of fire situation. Yeah. And to help oversee this, I guess, is a human, a normie, as they're referred to in the movie, by the name of Van Hell Hellscream, Scream. which is already you don't need, need to, to change. You, you don't need to add more to Van Helsing. Van like, Helsing that's already a s- scary thing. He's there, like he's already a person. He's already a figure. You don't need to make any augmentations to yeah. him whatsoever. He's all natural, and they did. They augmented him. They augmented Van Helsing into Von Hellscream. I feel like uttering a, a primal ovulation, a hell scream, if you will, when I think yes. about this movie and having to recount it. Having to relive some of the things I've seen. So the voice of 
Van Hellscream. Hellscream. Is Cam Clark, who fans of anime, fans of uh, video games, might know him as the the original voice of the 1989 dub of Akira. He he was uh, Kaneda. I haven't that. seen Akira because um, everything scares me. That's fair. It's, just, it's fair. Um, but he's also Liquid Snake in Metal Gear Solid, which is I immediately because he's using the exact he's using his Liquid you Snake voice. You did say like, as, we, as you were away. watching, you were like, he sounds like a Metal Gear villain, and then he was. And then he was. Um, you have very good ear. I have a fantastic ear for voice actors, but uh, so Van Hellscream. I scream, you scream. I scream, you scream, you'll scream. Van Hellscream. Um, I feel like we have to do these Monster High movies in groups of two from now on because otherwise we will die. Because if we know there's more coming, I don't know. That like some of them get to like seventy nine minutes long. And I think at that point, all you can do is jump headfirst into the giant wearing blades of a comically oversized <laughs> blender. I do want to point out that there is precedent for us trying to watch a movie and then saying we can't do this. We there's an unreleased Digimon episode. <laughs> This is going to get released. This is going to get released. We can't do anything about it. In that. the event that there is an insufferable Monster High movie, and based on this, probably the rest of them will be insufferable. If it's too much, like, we can tap out. And we almost We almost, will. yeah. Um, but yeah, Van Hellscream um, uses magic powder to turn one of his friends into a copy of the headmaster, and then they turn the headmaster into, into stone. stone. Headmistress, sorry. The she head, gets turned into stone. The uh, headmattress. Uh, the headmattress, and, and then using this like doppelganger headmistress tries to pit the werewolves and vampires yeah, against each other. Yeah, they're sowing seeds of discord. Because because there's going to be a big school inspection in a few days, and if the if the uh, the what they're calling the monstration, oh! mm, ah! mm, if it goes well, they're gonna they're gonna transfer out the concept to other schools, including quote unquote normie, normie schools. schools. Um, so their idea is to sabotage it. So that monsters are always fighting each other, and that because we're they're always fighting each other, they don't bother to hunt normies or kill normies or whatever it is. It's very vague. Which and is weird that th- it's not presented that that's a cultural problem. Is that monsters have this problem of they're always killing normies? Although the Gorgon dude did admit to murdering some people casually. Yeah, that did come up. So the werewolves and the vampires have set up their own groups, and there's a lot of like their own supremacist groups. It's like wear really pride, and what was the vampire? Vampower. Vampower, and it was it was all play. It was kind of a pastiche of a lot of like <sighs> racial equality groups, but very tastelessly done. So tasteless. And then through the power of friendship, they free the headmistress, get stuck in a catacomb, get out a the catacomb. 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 catacomb? Honeycomb. Catacomb. Honeycomb. Honey bunches of oats with strawberries. <laughs> Jeffrey Coombs. Is that how it's said? I don't know. Oh, well, you don't know how catacomb is said. I don't know a lot of things. The people are listening. Jeremy expects us Jeremy, to be entertaining. It's pronounced catacomb. Catacomb is acceptable also elsewhere in the world. Is it? I must. I hope so. I'm. Listen, I'm not having another hyperbole situation <laughs> here. <laughs> I am not letting that happen. I'm going to look it up. Hey Google, how do you pronounce catacomb? It's catacomb. Hold on. Catacomb. Is there a British pronunciation? No, this is catacomb. Anyway, power friendship. They rescue the headmistress. Headmistress reveals that the uh, the. Did you know that catacomb has an adjectival form? It's catacumbal. 
Can I crumble? Can I crumble? That sounds like the thing that's always in the oven when you visit your grandma. Like, <laughs> it made you a catacumble. Yeah. Um, they free the they free the headmistress. They unmask the doppelganger, Scooby Doo style. They unite the vampires and werewolves. Yeah. This is because they what well, they they want us to fight. We, they don't want us to unite against them. So they unite, and then the inspectors show up, and everything's and they're fine. Like, this is great. We're gonna roll this out. Yeah, and then Van Helsing gets turned into a statue. Roll credit. Petrified. Yeah. Wow. That's the whole film. That's the fastest I think we've ever... We're like half an hour into this episode. What are we going to talk about Why this film is so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Listen, I jokingly earlier, I referred to this as looking like it was made using like a trial version of Toon Boom Studios. Did you have that friend in high school, Jeremy, who was just... It was like, oh, I'm an animator now. And everything they did was in Flash. And it was using, like, stolen assets. And all of the movements Mm. were very stiff. And you probably thought to yourself... This is shit. They might be good later. Maybe one day they'll get to work on a feature film. They didn't get any better. They made these. They made <laughs> these films. That's what happened to that friend. There's a lot of stiff... It's like some of the... Particularly in the second movie, there are a couple of instances of really interesting character design. In particular, the headmistress who... Mm-hmm. You know, she's like a sleepy She's like hollow. a headless horseman kind yeah. of deal. So she has a horse. The horse... She... By the way, I'm sorry. The horse... The design of the horse's head absolutely lifted from Ren and Stimpy. Like I the, the shape Ren of it Stimpy. is very Mr. Horse. I guess this horse looks like Mr. Horse. The horse's name is Nightmare. It's funny because mares are like it's like a horse. Do you get it, Ben? Do you get it? Yes. And she takes her head off. She just she will just take it off and just it will just sit. It's on like the table. sometimes she just gets tired and she sets yeah. it on her desk and she. And do you know what it reminded me of? Tell me. It's and it's tasteless, but that the Wanda Sykes bit about you know taking taking, uh, your, taking vagina your vagina off, off and just like going, going for, for a, a run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's what it reminded me of, but with a person's head. And there were a couple of places where it looked like an animation mistake because her body was still moving her, as if yeah, she was talking, yeah. but her head was like a foot away on the table. Like they were just like, no, we'll just drag and drop this here. Uh. It's fine. The words do not exist to adequately articulate how bad this movie looks. The character models, it's all, because of what I started earlier about Toon Boom, it's all like hinges and yeah, joints. Yeah, yeah. The angles that these people are at, the way that they move, does not, they're like, like cut out Halloween skeletons. They are like shadow puppets. Yeah, like shadow puppets. They move like shadow puppets. Shadow puppets with ridiculous high heels. It's and, pretty silly. And some boots that go up past the knee that if they were not being Very worn... Very slutty for an infant to be wearing. Yeah, these are, we're talking about a slutty less, baby here. If you're here. less than a month old, maybe you shouldn't be wearing knee-high boots. you gotta, you got to learn to walk before you can run, and you got to learn to run before you can wear slutty knee-high boots. Mm-hmm. And I want to stress, nothing wrong with being a slut. You do you. But you're 17... And in high school, how did that even happen? She just skipped, seventeen days. She just yeah, seventeen days old, and she just skips what middle school, kindergarten. I mean, it would have been weird for everyone it's else. It's odd that she wakes up and I guess on her first day of life, her creator hands her a teen magazine and says, "Here, my child, like this will you, tell you everything <laughs> you need to know." You have slightly over in, two weeks. In two weeks, <laughs> you're going to school. Yeah, high school. What is going on in these movies? We it's, don't know, and we have to spend the next several minutes figuring that out in an entertaining way so people don't unsubscribe. Or cancel their Patreon. No! <laughs> Jeremy, we love you. Jeremy! Um, I am so frustrated 
that we watched these movies. I'm really sorry because this was my idea. Yeah. And I take full responsibility. Watching both of them was my idea. Was watching it? one of them was yours. I thought watching both of them was also my idea. I, th- I think you were on sure. board for it because originally we were going to skip you the know, first one. You know, I think we're both to blame. We're both culpable, certainly. Yeah. We've both made mistakes. And if you are watching along, like, I'm really sorry that we hurt you. We take full responsibility. I know what we can talk about. We've now watched two of these. I'm pretty confident the first one, by the way, was supposed to be a pilot for a TV series that never happened. Thank the Lord. But who is this show for? for? Who's the target? Watching this, don't think about the toys. Don't think about dolls. What is the key demo of this thing that we watched? Girls 9 to 12. Why? Because that's what it said on Google. Okay, but flush that from your mind. <laughs> Who is this for? I don't know. It's not for anyone. No. It's not for anyone. It's just... I think maybe it's for really confused doll collectors. <laughs> yes. I kind of feel like it's for, like, not grandmothers, because I think a grandmother is going to be like, well, I'm not sure about that Satanism stuff. It's <laughs> going to be for, like... The fun aunt yeah, to put on. Yeah, the weird cool aunt yeah, the weird... like, I know what the kids are into. Hey, I just, there's this thing on Netflix. I think you're really going to dig it. It's called Monster High. Because uh, uh, monsters are so edgy and I'm edgy and cool. Yeah. I let you stay up past your bedtime and I let you eat an extra cookie. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stay up till 10 p.m. Wow. We're going to watch the TV safe I edit of the I don't, as an water. adult, I don't even stay up until 10 p.m. <laughs> So if we've we've established this film isn't really for anyone, why are there 15 of them? I don't know. In the same way that the Tom and Jerry films aren't for anyone. Oh, no, no. But there's still so many of them. Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is for people over the age of 16. For weird grandparents. It's for weird baby boomers who are like, yes, these are two great tastes. (laughs) That taste baffling together and gave you a a brain aneurysm for two and a half minutes. I enjoyed the aneurysm. What does that say about me? It was feeling. It was sensation. I know. I feel usually feel so dead inside. You did have, again, I want to stress, same reaction to the trailer. Yes, a paroxysm. Yes. Of sorts. That's definitely the word that I was thinking of. Um, it Well, the trailer showed a, a preview of that scene where Frankie and the... The Cleopatra lady. Cleo, I think her name is literally Cleo. Cleo? Because, again, a lot of depth, a lot of time uh, A spent. lot of forethought went into this. But there's a scene where they meet for the first time and Cleo seductively touches Frankie's face. Oh, absolutely. And like, is like Cleo is clearly the dom in this situation. Yeah. Like, is, is on the hunt. Well, I mean, Frankie sub. was bent over on the floor yeah. when Cleo made her entrance. So she's like, oh, I understand this. Yes. This is my usual patter. Which is why that, why her zombie friend, I guess, is so I'm sad. I'm kind of because... disappointed that it's so easy to find the kink in this. I was hoping it would be buried and we'd have to like dig for like, a little treasure. Like I... the bottom of a box of Cracker Jack. We've got Born Sexy yesterday. We've got knee-high, tight leather boots covered in straps. On a baby. <laughs> a a slutty baby. baby. Yeah, it's... I this don't know... It's troubling. Who... It's deeply, deeply troubling Do you know what this is? This is this is brats for people who are way into the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's mm. what this is. This I is see that. people who are like, oh, I'm not gonna, oh, brats is the preppy kids. We're the weird kids. We're gonna get the the yeah, Monster High yeah. dolls for our children slash ourselves, and then we're gonna watch this on Netflix and then do a podcast about it. And we're sad. Do children like Monster High? Do I think, children interface with Monster High? I don't know if children like Monster High. I do know that children like monsters. A lot of the children I know are very pro-monster. I don't know any children. 
I know people who have children. I know a child. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you get them on the phone? No, I think it's past their bedtime because they're on Eastern time. Okay, and yeah, I think it fair. might be a little weird <laughs> to be like, hey, Rebecca, I just need your input on something really quick. <laughs> Monster High, yes or no? <laughs> Monster High thoughts. She'd be like, uh, I have school tomorrow. One of this bugs me for the same reason I think that do you remember when they announced the um the like DC comics like girl superhero range mm-hmm. where they're like you got you know Supergirl and Wonder Woman and Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn because they got to two superheroes and ran out of girls. Um so they started pulling in villains. But they're kind of very soft character designs and also they're in high school. And I remember everyone I know like doing backflips like being super excited about yeah, finally, they're doing something that puts these girls at the forefront. These female superheroes, these strong... And that's that's a concept I can get behind. I struggled with the idea of, and they're in high school. Yeah. Because that, that seems to be... That's such a lazy go-to of, and they're in high school. Yeah, and I feel like it takes some power away from them. Yeah. In a way, like, they're children now. Yeah, you it's... Know? And they have to deal with these teen, these American teen problems. I also think it's incredibly reductive, like, the assumption that the only thing that young girls can, can connect can to relate and relate to. to is they're in school. As if to say that, well, Batman can be an animated superhero, but Batgirl has to be in high school mm. dealing with, like, boy trouble and shit. Like, that bugs me. So that whole layer of Monster High already annoys me on this on that very surface level. Yeah, these of, are teenagers with superpowers, and the things that they worry about is like, am I going to make the cheer squad? Am I going to make the cheer squad? Not like, um, can I save my family <laughs> from impending doom? Am I going to make the cheer squad? Will I fit in? Our schools are desegregating. How do we handle this? <laughs> like, the logic, like, this is the second one. And they're dealing with desegregation in a way that is super I didn't, duper not I didn't know on it was the level. possible... All this, get it this wrong. All this film was missing was a scene of like a werewolf student walking up the path into the building while all the vampires are around them booing. booing. It's like, it's that. It's a very, looks like they lifted Ruby Bridges story and <laughs> we're like, what if she was a vampire? It's that tone deaf. It's that bad. It's, it's shockingly white. It's very white. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't know how we. I don't know that there's any way. I'm I'm wringing what I thought was a sponge to get whatever. But it's fluids. actually Flores foam. But it's a stone. It's, it's a stone, and it's crumbling away in my hands. And also, my hands are caked in blood, and I'm not sure whose blood it is. <laughs> like that's the situation we're in right now with these. Like I don't want to do one of these a year. I don't want... I don't want to do this ever again. I don't want to quit the podcast. I think this... No, this is appropriate because this is our Halloween episode and right now we're kind of facing like our deepest fear, which is that we suck and like... (laughs) This podcast was a terrible idea. This and is we like, have nothing for you. We're in a 21st century reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And the scary <laughs> thing is, we can't record a podcast. Oh no, we're millennials and we don't know what to talk about on our podcast. <laughs> and we might lose a Patreon subscriber. I watched um, on, I think it was Friday night, I watched with Mandy. We sat down and watched Mandy, the Nick Cage movie. Which is, I described it on Twitter as, it's the kind of thing we would have gotten if John Carpenter had been allowed to make a Silent Hill movie. It is visually stunning. I saw your tweet about that and I thought you were just talking, just talking about, about your girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this means, but it sounds like it must be a nice thing to say because 
shortly thereafter, you texted me out of the blue saying, like, I love my girlfriend so yeah. much. Yeah, I'm in a very kind of soppy, lovey-dovey, yeah. like, happy place right now, which is not conducive to a podcast where we shit on bad movies, <laughs> but um, I don't even know why I brought Mandy up, the film, I mean. I think it's because Mandy is a visually... It's such a visually stunning movie. Like it looks like a like a movie from the like an almost avant garde horror movie from mm-hmm. the eighties. There's a lot of matte paintings, a lot of um, great use of like just gentle lens blur to kind of recreate the aesthetic of an eighties movie. So I'm still riding the high of Mandy being such a gorgeous film. I watched and- a great movie while I was in love. Yeah. <laughs> and then we come to this. I watched a terrible movie and it destroyed everything I thought <laughs> I knew about the world. Monster High Monster High may have caused irreparable damage, I think, to our friendship <laughs> because it will always be that thing we watched. Yeah. And it will always be that thing that neither of us stopped the other from watching. Yeah. Like, I think and we've commented on this before, the Super Mario Brothers movie definitely is a black spot. This isn't so much a this isn't a black spot on our on our, our relationship. This movie is a knocked over glass of white wine, and then one of us has gone, Oh, don't worry, I know how to click clean up a white wine spill. You pour red wine all over it. And it's that just makes it worse. It's like it did not occur to any of us that we absolutely got that. I'm really sorry, listener, because you were the white couch in this <laughs> And you have to deal with our mistakes. But I just want to tell, like, from me to you, Jeremy, like, you deserve better. Jeremy, we're sorry. And I hope that in time you can learn to forgive us. And maybe understand why we did what we did. And neither of us, none of us, Jeremy, knew. Not even you, unless you did. In which case, why didn't you warn us? None none of us knew that Monster High was going to be quite this catastrophically abysmal. This is great, though, because we are facing our deepest fears, and that's what Halloween's all about, right? I, I don't know that This it is a very scary is. I wish we'd watched the me. Garfield show. There's still time. This, no. I, I know that we have been recording, not including the film, but including the intro, we've been recording now for about 52 minutes and change. And that's going to get edited that's down. That's going to get edited down. So either this is a short episode, or we have to scramble to find something yeah we could always recast the beloved 80s property yeah that went down that so well to be what we do um, when we run out of content I, you know what the, the one the one thing i will say about this movie is that it did employ a lot of voice actors who it employed them it gave them money i mean animators i'm sure someone got paid for this i i don't want to be rude maybe they shouldn't have been but they got paid and that you know this was they were these, just doing what they were told these shitty movies are were, they created jobs mm-hmm. and that is the thin slither of a silver lining that i can mm-hmm. find on the uh the hour plus of hate crime that <laughs> we just and I, I don't use those words lightly because i i acknowledge you know hate crimes are like real things yeah this movie is this movie makes a mockery depicts, of the yes it makes a mockery uh, of the idea of the concept of desegregation like yeah like it, this is a thing that is kind of a joke like yeah and it, also again the, the line about it doesn't matter what your you know what your ancestors did like it kind of does it absolutely like you and you and I we are both white we're about as white as they can we are both exceptionally incredibly incontinently white and we have benefited from the racial inequity in both in the US and in my case back in the UK mm-hmm. as well 
the fact that both of us are queer, also, that there are inequities there, but that's what intersectionality is. We still benefit from our whiteness. Yeah. And I feel like I watch this movie, like, I'm sure that someone is going to listen to this podcast at some point in the future and their thought process is going to be, well, this, this is white guilt. You know what I'm going to say? That I'm going to say, yeah, a little bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with being guilty or feeling guilty about the shit that our ancestors have done historically because that shit is has is still affecting people in the now. Yeah, like, especially if it motivates you to be a better person. Yeah, but who was motivated to make this film? I don't under yeah, who? I don't understand what their motivation was. Like, what were they trying to say? Who came up with this idea, pitched it to a room, and they said, "Great, let's do that." I, I want to find that person, and I want to mail them something i honestly think the thought process it went as far as you know werewolves and vampires are fighting have you ever read have you ever read twilight it's in twilight it's happening in the underworld novels and rice has done it let's just do that but like a kid they sanded off the hard edges and made something that was somehow worse yeah it's i don't think that this this is this film is I i will use the word malicious I don't think it is intentionally malicious. Yeah. I think it is mal- malice out of ignorance is still malice. I'm going to do a little callback. This movie is a downed power line that's yes. just flailing, flailing around yeah. and like it can kill you, but it's not trying to, but also it's extremely dangerous. And whoever is leaving it there is it's careless. Yeah. There's a there's a, a gross carelessness. That you should be held accountable for. Yeah. Like, this is... Someone should have lost a job. Yeah. Um, because of this downed power line slash movie. This film... This film is a downed power line. This film is... Everything wrong with America. <laughs> That's too far. This film's bad. It's just a bad film. I cannot... It's hard to make jokes about because it's such a real present problem. Yeah. In our society. The, the first film the first one the new ghoul in school is stupid it's and stupid, insipid but it's harmless it's harmless yeah the second one this is like I, I i can't imagine showing this film to a young child to like a, a, like a like a like a nine to twelve year like what damage is this film going to do it upsets me yeah it should we're not supposed to get angry about these films we're supposed to get angry in a funny way yeah like- we're, we're supposed to make hee-haw jokes and, 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 and talk about, like, fucking inflation pornography. We're not supposed to get angry about the cultural impact of a fucking monster hive. It's on Netflix. Don't ever watch it. Don't inflict this upon your kids. Don't watch it yourself for fun. If you have watched it while we've been recording this podcast, if you've paused to sit down and watch these movies and then come back, you've made a mistake. More so than we have. Because you had a recording on your your fucking phone of two people imploring you, please don't watch these movies, and you didn't listen through to the end before you hit play on Netflix. That is entirely on you. And I'm shifting the guilt and the blame, but I do feel bad. Uh, I just... I came here to have a good time. And you're feeling so tough <laughs> right now? By a movie? By a movie. I just... I know that I'm not qualified to talk about this movie. Like, to talk about how it does everything wrong. Yeah. I just know that it does everything wrong. It presents racism as a a fantasy issue, you know, and desegregation as kind of a 
joke. Like it's yeah. taken extremely lightly. Yeah. I, I here's the thing. I know that there's a there's a school of thought that suggests that using science fiction and fantasy as a platform for talking about you know uh, like minority issues, mm-hmm. racial issues, um, se- uh, sexual orientation issues, etc. Like Twilight there's, Zone. There's a yeah. There's there's a school of thought that suggests that those things are bad because if you want to talk about racism, show racism. Mm. There's a school of thought that says that you've got the Star Trek episode with the two people, one of whom is black on one side, white on the other, and the other one who's white on one side and black on the other. That's a bad idea. I don't necessarily agree with that because I my feeling is that you can use science fiction and fantasy to it to expose someone to new ideas that they might not mm. previously have been like i i take what you will out of this but i i learned about racism and prejudice through shows like star trek um and i learned about fascism through films like star wars mm-hmm. you know i an indiana jones like i and i know that's that's a silly thing but that's that's also it's it is it is not a bad place to learn about those things. It's a bad place if you want the nuance of the matter. Yeah. But like learning about the concepts as an abstract and then rolling those into your own world, there's n- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, I think especially for people who come from a place of privilege who have no other way to yeah. be exposed to that. Absolutely, and I, I will acknowledge that I, you know I grew up in a place of privilege. I grew up in a very very alarmingly white household. I, I was I lived in a very diverse town, but. But a lot of the people in my parents' extended social circle, it was mostly white people. So I, th- there was a lot of stuff that I just, you know, I don't feel like I was exposed to that I learned through Star Trek and Quantum Leap and Doctor Who. And, you know, these maybe weren't always the most sensitive platforms, but they gave it a proper go. Mm-hmm. This film does not do that. This film is not the place to talk about segregation or integration or they fucking call it monstergration uh, like i think it's not it's not enough steps removed from the reality yeah. of racism and segregation in schools yeah and that's still that, i mean that's still a recent thing it's very well. recent it's very raw like it's still an ongoing problem today they treat it like it's some fantastical problem and that's it's really hard to watch when you know that it's still an ongoing issue and it's still like a big problem yeah. in the US especially these days. It's and it's just it hurt to watch. Mm-hmm. It not in a not in a this is a bad movie sense because it is don't get me wrong these are both very bad movies. One of them is short and harmless. The second one like I genuinely feel could do actual damage to a child watching. It. Mm-hmm. If they if they are learning about different racial groups and mm. the the concept of segregation and integration from this movie i don't know that here's the thing a lot of people are going to argue what you know, what will a child take away from this we don't know the child's not going to know what they're going to absorb from this on a subconscious level like i we all absorb stuff that we aren't aware of the fact that we're absorbing that's a really bad way to articulate that thought but i think the point stands we 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 absorb stuff on a subconscious level all the time all and that the time. is that is, Which is how advertisements work. Yeah. Uh, and that is how, you know, children are so much more susceptible to that. That's mm-hmm. why there are so many rules about advertising toys to children, because they are so much more susceptible to this stuff. This film, I don't feel we can use the Lego emoji scale for this. No, this is something else. I just feel, I feel kind of beaten down. I, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to make a fun Halloween episode for you. Monster High, so spooky. And I'm sorry that it turned into what it is, which is two clumsy white people trying to have a conversation about race. <laughs> That's that is how bad Monster High is. That that is the podcast that has leapt out as a result of 
of this film. But it is like, don't don't watch this film. But if like you have already watched it, you will understand what and, we're talking about. And if you haven't, you are living the best version of yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch it. Don't don't pick at that scab. Don't scratch that itch. I'm I, worried that we might have to watch more of these films in the future, and I am worried that they're all going to be like this. It's we'll give ourselves a year. <laughs> Halloween next year, we'll do two <laughs> oh, more. No, I'm gonna dread it. But you know what we'll do? It won't just be us. We'll bring someone else in. We'll bring in a guest <laughs> so that they can serve as a buffer. Because we need help. We do. I I sometimes I look at the films that we watch and I think Jesus. So I wish sometimes after watching a movie that we had retroactively asked someone else to be on the podcast so yeah. that they could cushion the blow yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, we or should do when that. We, when we get into these deep discussions where we're clearly out of our depth, it yeah. would be nice oh, God, to have yeah. someone else's input. Like we I acknowledge that we are the wrong people to be having this discussion. Yeah. We can, I think we can recognize that something is deeply wrong with this film. Yeah. But we can't go into like... All the details, all the theory that someone else might be able to. Do you know who would have been fun for this? Did you Did you come and see me do stand-up at Toyzilla? I can't remember. Okay, that's fine. Um, I wanted to, but I had a baby. There's a guy I do stand-up with occasionally. His name is Lamar Harris. Uh Um, I don't know if you've ever seen him. I don't think you've seen me. Name doesn't ring a bell. I saw you do stand-up once and you totally bombed. And I realized I was your bad luck charm. And I have never (laughs) seen you do stand-up again. Lamar's great. Lamar is, he's a really cool dude. He's very, very funny. He's very, he's very good at thinking on his feet. And he, he would have been perfect for this episode. Lamar! Lamar, if you have, if you have a time machine. (laughs) No? Okay, fuck. All right, never mind. Um, But we should have him on as a I'm really sad. I wanted him to just like materialize in the room. Hi, it's me, Lamar! No, that's, no, he doesn't sound anything like that. No, it's just, that's just my go-to voice. (laughs) That's my go-to anybody voice. Hi, it's me! Sir Derek Jacoby, oh, how are you doing? I'm so excited to meet you. Hey, how are y'all doing? Let's go get some rice. I don't do know. you have a tummy ache, Sir Derek? I sure do. I spent all day putting my head under the machine at the yogurt land and they had to kick me out. It was worth it. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> well, I gotta go. Bye, I love you so much. I I, I gotta go. You gotta go back to Shrewsbury Abbey. I'm gonna go and punch Sir Ian McKellen in the back of the head. Oh, I thought you were friends. We are. It's kind of our our way of saying hello. Okay. All right, bye-bye. I love you. Goodbye. I love you too, Molly. It's me, Sir Derek Jacoby. (laughs) Bye-bye. Pause the recording for a minute. I think I'm okay. It's just nice to know that Sir Derek Jacoby loves me. <laughs> he cares. And he knows my name. <laughs> like the Lord. It was it, I, it was really nice of him to swing by <laughs> while we were recording. <laughs> this time machine. It's you know it's funny because he said he wanted to swing by and it's nice that that <laughs> that yeah. it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know maybe he'll swing by again at some point. Yeah, friend future. of the show. Friend of the show, Sir Derek Jacoby. I love him so much. He's pretty great. Um, so yeah, I don't know that we can rate this film anything other than no. Don't do it. Don't. That's an early, that's like a very early rating that we used a couple of times and we retired after the creation of the Lego Emoji scale. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. Don't. We're going old school with this episode. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, don't. So what are we watching next week? What are we watching? We've been kind of pantsing it 
these past <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah. I figure we do what we said we were going to do and we'll just watch Action Oh, Man. that's right. Yeah, Action we're going to watch Action. We're going to do what we said we were going to do for the first time ever. Yeah, I think this one is Action Man X-Force the movie. Um, and I think I've mentioned previously that Action Man is what the American G.I. Joes became in the UK. Like the full size, like the yeah. um, what, like the 11 inch dolls. Yeah. I had a bunch of them as a kid. I didn't. My dad stole them for his like stop motion animation classes. <laughs> I thought you were saying like my dad stole them from the store and gave them to me <laughs> as gifts. No, I had a, like a fully like, like 16 points of articulation Action Man and my dad stole it for an animation what course. What kind of movies did peter like to make oh he nothing like that he, he he was studying animation at university um he went he'd gone back to to university oh so he was studying animation and he was using it for some stop motion stuff and i guess he lost it or broke it or like modified broke your it. action man so he bought me another one but it was one that he'd bought at like an aldi or something because it only had was it like an off-brand one no it was a real action man but it only had five points of articulation. The shoulders, oh, the legs, and the neck. Maybe Action Man got arthritis and he couldn't articulate anymore. But I never got... I never saw... The movies all came out long after I aged away from mm-hmm. Action Man. But I'm kind of curious, like, how much of this... How much do I remember? I know Action Man's main enemy is called Dr. X. He, uh... Dr. X is a cyborg with one cyborg eye and a robot arm and like a hologram reflection thing on his stomach huh. and also like most doctors big old mohawk yeah and a gay yeah, bike my, pri- my primary care doctor also has a big mohawk i'm gonna google let me pull this up here we go i want to see an, i want to see an image of this man okay that's not what i was expecting all he's all the way gay i'm trying to find i'm trying to find there's the not that... even any coding this man is gay everything about him screams do you think he's a top or a bottom? I guess we'll find out when we watch the movie. Well, what does this say to you? Gay. Oh, one of his hands is radioactive, but um, just the hand. He's gay, and he radioactively gay. He's so gay you can see him from space. He had They had one where he had like radioactive guts, and he had like, his stomach was like a series of spirit this is le- so levels. so weird. I'm trying to find the one that I had. I'm seeing kid. it with my own eyes, and I still don't believe that it's real. <laughs> so That's... I'm really looking forward to this filmic experience that we're gonna have. I'm... There's, there's this one where he's got two weapon bandoliers that like cut into his. I gotta torso. say, I love the mutton chops. This is the okay. This is the one. This is the one with the guts. This is the one that I had. As a your kid. intestines aren't in your thoracic cavity, silly. Right, but his are because he's a cyborg. I guess that's what they do these days. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So that's something fun to look forward to next week. Yeah, I'm keen to see... I'm looking forward to anything that's different from what we just witnessed. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up, uh, but we'll be back next week. Because we're tired. Yeah, God, we are so... (laughs) More emotionally tired than anything else. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Life Toyetic. If you enjoy the show, I can't imagine why you've enjoyed this. If this is your first episode, wow! God damn! (laughs) Pick any other episode! (laughs) Um, I feel like we've said that several weeks in a row now. Um, it's been rough. But if you enjoy the show, you can support us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic. You can uh, make a pledge, a monthly pledge of any amount. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month and get full access to all of our uh, bonus content that we're putting out. We have two bonus episodes. We'll be recording a thawed. A thawed. A thawed. A thawed. We'll be recording a third very thin um, it's which, gonna be what is it? My dad's a cat, or what is <laughs> a talking cat? A talking exclamation cat mark! Question mark! Exclamation mark! So that's gonna be super fun. And then we we're we're still planning on doing other stuff like live streams and Q and As, and we should actually do yeah those. We should, and we will. 
We're gonna we'll schedule one of those and we'll sit down and the live streams might be something like when we go away to record the episode, we might live stream us watching the movie so you can watch it with us. I think that we're probably gonna do that if it's something that we know is on Netflix or mm-hmm. Hulu or YouTube. For as little as a dollar a month, you get full access to all that bonus stuff. Five dollars a month will get you a quarterly seasonal postcard. You're we've, gonna love it. We've sent out the uh, the, the autumn ones, autumn ones, which are fantastic. Kind of Halloweeny. You can still get in on those if you wanna increase your pledge or, or pledge at five dollars. If you I do will that, send those to you. Yeah, if you do that this week, we'll send them out to you. We'll both sign them. Um, for ten dollars, you get a shout out like at Hey, it's Billy Rose, who is our only ten dollar pledger right now. We love you, Billy. Thank you so Hi, much. Hi, Billy. You're really cool, and your accent's a lot better than Little Laguna or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and at the one hundred dollar level, you are Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. No one could replace yeah. you. Um, but Except whoever pays us $100. Which is no one yet, but fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find us on social media. Um, the Life Toyetic is everywhere. Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. We have an Instagram now, which is Life Toyetic Pod, because someone else beat us to the Life Toyetic there. We're not really doing much with the Instagram right now. It just felt like it was worth setting up. Yeah, eventually we'll put something on there, I guess. Yeah, or maybe we'll do live streams from there. Who knows? And furthermore, who cares? But uh, Molly, where can people find you on the socials? I'm at... Molly Ellis Hoy. And that is everywhere? Everywhere. Cool. Behind you. I I am... Giving you a massage. You seem tense. You need to just, just chill out. Yeah, just take... Yeah. Just do some 478 breathing and, like, take a little you time. I'm at Ben Padden on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. I'm going to try to not tweet and tumble as much unless yeah, it's to promote it stuff. I'm also in that boat. Yeah, I just... I don't... I'm not getting anything else. It's not it. fun to hang out. On Twitter. Yeah. Plus, they're getting rid of likes. You won't be able to like tweets. What? It's, isn't that the dumbest? Then how are you going to store them? You don't. What happened? They're getting rid of likes to, quote, promote debate. Because what? That, that's what, is that so... what Twitter needs more of? No, oh, heavens no. What they need to do is get rid of the fucking Nazis. Okay. Likes and Nazis. It's easy to get those confused. Yeah, they're very, very similar. Um, yeah. Huge, huge thank you to Brian Melblum for our theme tune, The Toyetic Toe Tapper. I'm picturing Derek Jacoby dancing to it. Yeah, I came back just to dance to the fame tune. I love you so much. I love you too. Bye bye. He has to go again. He's gone. Oh, I miss him. He'll be back. I want him to sing me to sleep at night. Thanks. Okay. That was... He's gone again. He likes to drop in and out. You know what Derek's like. Yeah. So yeah, thank you to Brian. Thank you to you for listening. And if you are a Patreon supporter, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Am I forgetting anything? Do you have any events coming up? Uh, I do. On November the 2nd, I'll be doing stand-up at the Meat and Sweets Dessert Cafe. Meat and Sweets! Yeah, in Costa Mesa. Bunch of really, really cool people, lots of great comedians, and I'm going to be one of them, and our show kicks off on the 2nd at 8pm. That's this Friday. That's this Friday. So if you're listening to this episode on Halloween... Happy Halloween! Also, also, happy Halloween! Yeah! Yeah. Happy Halloween week! I hope you're having a good time if you're trick-or-treating with yourself or with kids, or uh, with adults, even. Uh, Stay safe. safe. Be safe out there, yeah. Be safe. Don't forget to check your... Candy apples for needles and, needles and razor, razor blades. blades. Obviously, the first thing anyone does when they buy very expensive edibles is start giving them out to the local children. So yeah. uh, keep that in mind as well. 
And I think that's it. I think we're done. I think we're almost free. Okay, so we're going to go away and think about what we did here today. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Life Toy Etic with Ben and Molly. I have been Ben. I have been and still am Molly. And the Life Toy Etic comes with everything you see here. Racial sensitivity sold separately. Isn't it just? I'm David Jacoby. You guys did your best, and I'm so proud of you. Thanks, <laughs>